It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Anita Marks with you this evening and as always... We have the wonderful and fabulous Elias Sports Bureau who joins us each and every week. Jimmy Wright is with us this evening. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm good, Anita. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. We want to let everybody know the Elias Game Plan app is your ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Uh, Player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, you name it, and you get the most expert Elias Insights on every matchup. So it's really, again, it is one of the best apps out there, if not the best, especially when it comes to fantasy and gambling. With that being said, we have three games that we're going to dive into uh, with Jimmy Wright tonight from, again, the Elias Sports Bureau. Let's start with the Chargers going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, You've got an Atlanta team. They are home. They're a home dog, plus three. The over-under is at 49 and a half. I'll be honest with you, Jimmy. Even though the Chargers are coming off a bye, I think the wrong team is favored here. I am so intrigued to hear your Elias insights. What are they? Interesting. I'm um, interesting you said that, Anita. So you mentioned the the 49 and a half over under. That's tied for the highest this week. Um, surprising that Atlanta top six in scoring offense. I'm excited because that offense against the Justin Herbert one, Herbert in that Atlanta dome is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Anita, I do love your fantasy football, your player prop action. So here's here's the best thing I have for you for this game. This Atlanta defense, this Falcons defense, 32nd out of 32 teams in points allowed to wide receivers in PPR scoring, right? You mentioned this is an Atlanta home game. Chargers offense won't have Keenan Allen, but Mike Williams, he's played four home games. He averages three catches for 32 yards in his three games away averages eight catches for 122 yards. He's a completely different player from home and away. I think inside the dome, you know, on the road, the Chargers are 3-0 and against the spread on the road already. So I'm not so sure this one is off. Interesting. I just, and, and here's why. The Chargers are one of the worst teams in the NFL with yards defensively, yards after contact. Uh, you could run on them for days. And that's what Atlanta loves to do, is run the football, and they're expected to get Cordero Patterson back. So uh, your 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 insights are intriguing to me, but I'm still okay. rolling. 
I'm still gonna I'm I'm still gonna fly with the Falcons, even though uh, I, I'm sure Chargers fans don't want to hear that. Game number two, let's talk about the Rams and the Bucks, right? Like, so this game to me is. <laughs> I, I am I'm not excited to watch this. These two teams are just got awful this season. Um, the Bucks are at home. They're favored by three. The over-under is at 42 and a half. I have a slight lean towards the Bucks, but I feel the play here is the under at 42 and a half. Jimmy, what does your Elias insights have to say? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Um, week nine, I, I think if we had sat down before the season, we'd have, you know, circled this game and said, these are two teams fighting at the top of the NFC. Instead, we have two bottom 10 offenses going against each other right now. Um, by points scored, LA, the Rams have not had a seven-game stretch this bad since before Sean McVay was even there. And over an eight-game span, we've never seen a Tom Brady team average such few points. So these are two really, as you mentioned, scuttling offenses. The other interesting angle in this matchup is this is a bit of uncharted territory for the Sean McVay, Matt Stafford duo. Now, since they made the trade for Stafford, they've only been underdogs five times. And that includes their run to the Super Bowl. three and two straight up and against the spread as an underdog. But the worrying thing for the Rams is those two losses, those two failures to cover have both been this season. So yeah, I know today the news came out, Cam Akers back at practice, I don't know that he's enough to spark the offense considering where it is, but I'm with you. I think this game is going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be a bit of an ugly game. We're just kind of kind of got to guess as to who's figuring this out first, right? As a Jet fan, I'm conditioned to think Brady will figure it out, but hey, we're already at week nine and they still haven't done it. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm with you. The the big thing that uh, that, that moves the needle for me is – this is a, a Rams defense, believe it or not, with Aaron Donald that has the least amount of pressure against the quarterback of all 32 teams in the NFL. And, you know, it, we know that Tom Brady has been struggling because he's had so many injuries to that offensive line, but you give Tom Brady all day, he'll pick you apart. So that's a big reason mm-hmm. why I'm, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning towards the Bucks. Last but not least, third game I want to tee up for you is the Bills going up against the Jets. And this is a Bills team on the road, favored by 11 and a half. This, this line has been fluctuating, and uh, it's at 11 and a half right now. The over-under is at 46. Obviously, Zach Wilson struggling big time this season, and, and this will be his biggest challenge as of late. The Bills expected to get Tredavious White active. Not sure how much time he's going to play, if at all, in this matchup, but that would scare me if I was Zach Wilson as well. Uh, what are your Elias insights pertaining to the Bills Jets matchup this week? Yeah, you mentioned Wilson's been struggling. The scary part is that this is uh, prime time for Josh Allen. Um, Buffalo Bills with Allen, they have been favored by double digits 12 times. They are 11 and 1 in those games, and they've covered in seven of those 12 games. Um, the interesting, another interesting angle to me for this game is that over under. This Buffalo offense, only the Chiefs score at a higher rate. So we know this Bills team can basically score at will. They also have the best scoring defense in the NFL. So it, you know, it's an embarrassment of riches there. But six of their seven games have hit the under. And in those six under games, none of them have exceeded 44 points. 
So you know this is a really good Bills defense. The Jets defense is much improved from last season. They might have the best corner duo in the NFL. You know, Sauce playing like a superstar as a rookie. DJ Reed has been really solid. Zach Wilson, I think, you know, we've seen that offense. They lost their home run hitter in Brees Hall. Wilson struggled badly against the Patriots. I can see this Jets defense, uh, you know, keeping them in the game. I wonder how long they keep them in the game, but that might suppress that point total a little bit. Ultimately, you know, if, if the offense is leaning on Wilson, it's probably too much to ask for a win. But this is a Jets defense that's interesting. Two strong defenses, 46. I might go under on that. Um, yeah, I think a lot. And it's interesting, right, Jimmy? Because I think a lot of people are going to play the over just because of how explosive this Buffalo Bills defense, this Buffalo Bills offense is. But the Jets defense is quite good. And, and, and yeah. I, don't think the Jets, I don't think the Jets offense are going to do much against the Buffalo Bills. So I'm with you. I, I do like the under, under 46 in that matchup as well. Another thing, um, you, you mentioned Sauce Gardner. I'm really excited to see the matchup between Stefan Diggs and Sauce Gardner because Sauce Gardner has been absolutely tremendous. To me, if, if, if I had to vote right now, uh, defensive rookie of the year, to me, I would give it hands down, Sauce Gardner. So I'm really excited to see this matchup and, and, and see if, uh, if Stefan Diggs can have a Stefan Diggs afternoon against Sauce Gardner. I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I don't, again, shutting down Diggs is probably too much to ask, but even slowing down the offense a bit could just let that Jets team linger a bit, figure they're going to run the ball a lot, try to limit the amount of possessions they give to the Bills. That's Obviously, the Jets are going to try to play a slower, uglier sort of game in this one. Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate your time, my friend. Uh, again, Jimmy Wright, joining us from the Elias Sports Bureau, and we recommend that you download the Elias Game Plan app. It's your one source for all player news, league-validated player stats. Uh, they, they've been in business since 1916. They're the most well-respected uh, organization, work closely with the NFL, with other leagues as well. And how great is this? You can get 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription and you use the promo code ANITA25. Spell my name. I should know how to spell my name correctly. <laughs> A-N-I-T-A 25. You get 25% off. Again, the Elias Game Plan app. Jimmy, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Anita. You got it. Still a lot more coming your way. You're listening to, uh, to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Well, we got to do a better job. And that's part of what leadership's all about. And it's pushing people in practice. And it's trying to get a bigger sense of urgency. Um... You know, when you're when everything's going well, you know, it's things things it feels really good and easy. And when they don't go well it feels really hard and it feels like a challenge. So I think the point is you either back down to the challenge or you step up to the challenge. And the fact that we're in this situation, you know, hopefully you can look at it at the end of the year when all the games have played out and you realize, all right, we dug really deep and we learned a lot about ourselves and we try to figure these things out and we battled through them, you know, because it doesn't always go the way that you want. It's the reality of um, the sport. So, just keep fighting as hard as you can. You, you know, you believe in your teammates. You communicate. Um, you try to make it better, and that's what you work at every day. Tom Brady talking to the media, obviously having uh, a, a rough go at it, professionally and personally. His news broke uh, this week that uh, the, the the divorce was final. We had Jenna Lane on the show uh, earlier, and. Um, you know, was was very candid with us in, in regard to what she saw in the locker room with Tom Brady after last week's loss. So, as we know, the Rams uh, heading out to uh, to Tampa to take on the Bucks, and the Bucks are favored by three. Like I said, I think the play there is the under. I do have a lean towards the Bucks, but I think the play is the under. By the way, again, we've got Tyler and Rebecca who are producing the show. Guys, there was a a cross sports prop that you could have played tonight. That I did, and I won. I just realized this. Are you ready for this? Ready. A.J. Brown, over 50 receiving yards. Okay. Done. Yeah. He had 50-something. And a 59, right? something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason I play that, by the way, is uh, the the Texans had the second most missed tackles in the NFL, and I just felt like their corners couldn't match up against him. And, you know, obviously it got... Dallas Goddard got the majority of the, the targets, but nonetheless. So that hit. Uh, Pierce, over 50 rushing yards, which hit. He had 51 last week, and it was really ugly. Um, he's averaging 18 touches a game. And here's here's something really interesting, and, and I think a big reason why the Eagles struggled on defense tonight. Jordan Davis. I've, I... Uh, so a few things. I know we just started working together. I'm a draft geek. I'm a draft nut. I love the draft. Okay. okay? Yeah, with you. So just be prepared for that. And I wager on every pick. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm insane when it comes to the draft. I felt that Jordan Davis was the best player in this draft. Well, okay. I'm just going to share this with you. Without him on the field... Teams are averaging six yards per carry. With him on the field, teams are averaging 3.4 yards per carry. Wow. Yeah, wow. That is quite the impact. It is the impact. And he's on. He's he's out. He's out for a few weeks. Big reason why I think they went out and they got Robert Quinn as well. But okay. Robert Quinn isn't 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 you know you know a nose tackle. And helping to prevent those runs uh, through, you know, the uh, the, the one in, in, in three. So, 
So anyway, so since he was out, Pierce over 50 rushing yards, and he had a career night. Uh, he rushed for uh, 139. And Verlander, five strikeouts. And Verlander had six. Bang, bang, so bang. Actually, so so I want, it's, it's, it's called the cross sports prop. And you hit it. And I hit it. Wow. Just realize it. I know. So winner, winner, chicken dinner. At least I won something tonight because I lost my butt in this Eagles game. Uh, looking ahead to the Jags and the Raiders. The Raiders. Are you Raider fans out there? Um, <laughs> I'm on the, ja- the I'm on the Jags. Yeah. I'm on the Jags. Yeah, I don't for think a, for a and, and here's and here's why. No, no surprise, right? So the Jacksonville Jaguars have to be one of the unluckiest teams in the NFL. Okay, I mean they they move the ball at will. Trevor Lawrence is having a better season with Doug Peterson as head coach. Christian Kirk is a beast. Zay Jones is making noise. Um, Evan Ingram is catching balls, and ATN is just ridiculous. If you have ATN on your fantasy team, God bless you. God, I love him this week. And here's so here's why. I, this is a Raiders team. They're 28th. Their defense ranks 28th in the NFL in red zone defense. They've allowed 11 passing touchdowns. The problem with the Jags, they will move the ball at will, but for what they, they're just they're bad in the red zone. They're just bad in the red zone. Trevor Lawrence has three interceptions in the red zone. They can't so they can move the ball, but they 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 can't capitalize. Meanwhile, now they're going up against a team that is just equally bad in the red zone. So I am expecting them to capitalize in the red zone. Um, this is a Raiders team. They allow 40 yards per drive, 30th in the NFL. And they only average, they average less than two sacks and turnovers per game. They're not even getting to the quarterback. So I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have all day. Christian Kirk, he runs out of the slot 65% of the time. The Raiders have given up five touchdowns to slot wide receivers this season, and they're averaging 10 yards per target. Love me some Christian Kirk this week, over 53 and a half receiving yards. I've got him scoring a touchdown. I like the over in Trevor Lawrence passing yards. It hasn't hit yet, but whatever it is, it's two, I'm sure it'll come out to be like 236, 242. I'm playing it. And I bury the lead here, and that's ATN. The Raiders are allowing 150 yards per game to opposing running backs, and they're second to last in the NFL defensively against running backs in the passing game. So I love ATN over 104 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. So, um, so obviously I'm I'm all over I'm all over the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. That's for sure. Uh, so, so each and every Thursday, cause it is Thursday, uh, I host a, a digital show for ESPN. It's called bet. Well, actually I host it on Mondays and Thursdays. And so this week we had, uh, we had, we had some special guests who joined us and um, <laughs> I'm looking for my sheet here. Uh, Teron Davenport, who does a phenomenal job covering the Tennessee Titans, and Adam Teicher, who does a great job covering the Kansas City Chiefs. This week, not an outstanding slate of games in regards to the NFL. 
So with that being said, expecting, I'm expecting Ryan Tannehill to start. I'm expecting Derrick Henry to play. This very well, Kansas City and the Tennessee Titans could be one of the most exciting games. So I had them join me on our digital show to break down each side. Let's listen in. All right, one of the best games on the slate in the NFL this coming week is going to be Tennessee against Kansas City. So we're going to touch base with and, and find out little insight on both teams. We're going to start with Teron Davenport, who does a, an unbelievable job covering the Tennessee Titans. So the Chiefs, to me, are very similar to the Bills, right? A team that the Titans played in week two, and it was no bueno. 41-7. to Okay, they lost. How did the Titans plan to slow down all the offensive weapons and just how well this Kansas City offense has been uh, has been performing. What are they going to be able to do to stop Patrick Mahomes? Well, Anita, the key is going to be getting a body on Travis Kelsey. You can't allow him to get that free access into his route. They have to make sure that he is covered tightly. But most importantly, it's about keeping Patrick Mahomes in the pocket and making him uncomfortable. Up front, you got Jeffrey Simmons, Tier Tart, Danico Autry, Bud Dupree. These are guys that have to get home. They have to be able to rush four and drop seven. And that's what they've done before in the past. And you look at last time they played 27 to 3. Mahomes had two fumbles and one interception. And that was because of the pressure that they were getting on him. So it's all about attacking him, making a, a little bit of chatter out there at the line of scrimmage between the DBs as well as Travis Kelsey. If they could do that, they'll be able to have a chance to win this game. So uh, Adam Schefter was on with us earlier on Daily Wager. He said Ryan Tannehill and, Pat and, and Derrick Henry did not practice today. If we were to assume that Malik, Malik Willis was going to get the start again this week, we saw they got a win, but it was because of Derrick Henry and him rushing over 200 yards. Willis only passed 10 times. If that's the case, is that going to be the same formula that you expect against Kansas City? It's going to almost have to be the same formula. I honestly don't think Malik Willis plays, but if he does, they're going to need to really rely on Derrick Henry to salt the game away. But at the same time, if it gets out of reach, you can't necessarily re rely on the running game. So I, I think Tannehill does play, and if he does, those one-on-one -on -one matchups on the outside, it's, it's the wide receiver and, and cornerback with no safety over top, tap the, tap on the helmet, go ahead and back shoulder fade. You got to do that to make teams pay. You look at Steve Spagnuolo, he likes to use a zero blitz. That puts man on the outside, all the pressure coming at the quarterback. They have to take advantage of those opportunities, and regardless of whether that's Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis. But again, I think Ryan Tannehill played. Teron, thank you so much. We go from Tennessee to the Chiefs in Kansas City. Um, Adam Teicher joins us now with an in-depth look in regard to what's going on with the Chiefs. Now, when the Chiefs faced the Titans last year in Week 7, uh, they lost. 27 to 3. But that kind of kick started their season. They were 3 and 4. They won eight straight. And of course, we saw what happened in the AFC title game. So, how much better is this team mentally? They're sitting at 5 and 2 at this point in the season than last. Yeah, even throwing out the records, Anita, the Chiefs are in a much better place this time of year, this year, than they were last year. Offensively, they were really struggling last year. They were uh, having trouble scoring points. And uh, they, it was a slump that they hadn't really seen since Patrick Mahomes had been their quarterback. This year, they lead the league in scoring almost 32 points per game. A lot of talk about how they would replace Tyreek Hill. Well, their, offense, uh, their wide receivers are playing well. 
Uh, in their last game, the Chiefs had two wide receivers, Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Each went over 100 yards. A third wide receiver, McCole Hardman, scored three touchdowns. And now the Chiefs have added Kadarius Toney. So in a good place offensively. On defense, the Chiefs last year really struggled to, to get pressure on the quarterback. They uh, did play better in the second half of the season, but uh, uh, they're in a better place this year, too. They're rushing the quarterback much better. They're uh, around the middle of the league in sacks. Last year, they were near the bottom. Bottom. And one thing to know about Steve Spagnolo's defense is since he's been with the Chiefs, the Chiefs have played better on defense the second half of the season, uh, better than they did in the first half of the season, and sometimes significantly so. So we'll see if the Chiefs get back there again this year. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Kadarius Tony. So the Chiefs, as we know, they're coming off of a bye. They they made that trade deal with the Giants. Kadarius Tony here in New York couldn't see the field because he claimed he had a hamstring injury. All of a sudden, it's miraculously gone. Uh, so give us give us an injury update and what can we realistically expect from Kadarius Tony this week? Yeah, Kadarius Tony will play. Uh, there's not an injury issue, according to the Chiefs. They've issued two injury reports this week. He's not been on either one, so he, he's ready to go. He's practiced uh, both days the Chiefs have worked this week, so he's ready to go. Uh, the Chiefs should be in pretty good shape. Otherwise, physically, they'll get back Trent McDuffie, uh, their top draft pick. He got hurt, uh, hurt his hamstring in the season opener, but he'll be back on Sunday. Looks like he's going to be in the starting lineup. So Chiefs are going to be as close to whole as they've been, really, since that uh, season opener. Adam, thank you so much. And next time you see Spags, please tell him Anita said hi. Let him know how much we miss him here in New York, please. Will do. You got it. Uh, so as always, we like to end the show with Before I Let You Go. And since we just got a, a really great in-depth preview of, again, one of the most exciting, hope to be, right, uh, if Tannehill plays uh, and Derrick Henry plays, uh, on the slate this week, how am I playing Tennessee and Kansas City? I love the over here for a number of reasons. Again, Kansas City coming off of a bye, ready to rip. And as we just heard, having Kadarius Tony, who I think is really going to do a lot for that offense. Also, uh, they score a touchdown on almost 40% of their drives. Both teams, Kansas, Kansas City and the Tennessee Titans, number one and number two in red zone conversion rate. And get this, Tennessee is the only team in the NFL that has 100% has scored a touchdown when goal to go. So I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this matchup. So I love the over at 46. And as I always like to say, run, don't walk, jump on this now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Good luck tonight. So again, uh, Tennessee and Kansas City, my play there is the over at 46. After my conversation with Tehran as well as Adam, I think it's going to be an absolute track meet and probably one of the most entertaining games to watch, that's for sure. Quick break, we come back. Fat Jack, fatjacksports.com is going to join us with his picks, his plays. We'll talk NFL, and let's start doing a dive into some of the big college football plays uh, that are going to be on the college football slate. We've got number one going up against number two, Tennessee and Georgia. He's got a play there as well as USC and UCLA. So stay tuned. Still a lot more picks coming your way right here on Bet LA 710 ESPN LA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit tizaenergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Welcome back to Bet L.A. here on 710 ESPN L.A. Let's welcome in Fat Jack. I'm getting actually really comfortable saying that, how awkward um, that I am so comfortable. But nonetheless, FatJackSports.com, that's where you can find him. All right, let's jump right into it and uh, let's focus on some uh, some interesting games. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Atlanta Falcons, right? We've got the Chargers. They're favored by three and a half. The over-unders at 49 and a half. By the way, I've already put money down that Atlanta's going to win the division at plus 175. I'm just saying the Chargers coming off of a bye. How are you playing this matchup? Yeah, you know, I went 9-2 last weekend, so I was really flexing and dialed in. And then Monday, you know, I was looking at some long shots to win some divisions, and I thought, you know what, Cincinnati's got a good shot. And they turn around and go get, get the dumpster fired by Cleveland. Really hard to win the division when you can't beat somebody within your division who's behind you. So that looks really stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing about this game. I, I think it's an easy overplay. Uh, some of the games this week – I think you look at the data we've got to this point and say, you know what, that's probably going to continue. What we know about the Chargers and Atlanta is that neither of them play defense, almost at all. Atlanta, 30th in total defense. Chargers at 25th in total defense. The Five of the last six L.A. games on the road have gone over. So although I agree with exactly what you're saying, Atlanta is winning and nobody really knows how, but they're covering, they are covering numbers and they're going to get better. There are like a couple of these teams that have new coaches, new situations that every week that goes by and then look at San Francisco, how they just made that kind of quantum leap just by getting McCaffrey, getting him into the system, expect Atlanta to get better. And if they do, you're out in front of the curve for sure. I like over in the game. They'll give me over the 48 and a half of two really bad defenses. I like it. I like it. Um, Rams and bucks four four thirty game. Everybody's going to be watching this Tom Brady, 164 yards away from a hundred and hundred thousand total in his career, which is really remarkable. Both these teams, horrific, putrid offenses, but solid defenses. Of course, if you take away the uh, the Warren Sapp illustration that made social media this week, uh, but with that, so so I, I just I have a, I have a lean towards the under here at forty two and a half. The Bucks are favored at home at minus two and a half. What say you? Yeah, I, I think if we're listening to Warren Sapp for our gambling information, then we probably look at the wrong place. I mean, I like, if, if I go to a hot dog eating contest, sign me up. Warren Sapp, I'm calling him up. Who do you like in the hot dog eating contest? But I'm not interested in his opinion on what defense or offense is going on with either of these teams. What I do know is exactly what you said. Offense, very difficult to fix this time of year. It's not as easy as just, oh, my gosh, we've been doing things one way. Let's figure it out. If that was the case, the GOAT, Tom Brady, 
would be doing better based on X's and O's, but he, he's not because they're simply not there. They don't have the players. They don't have the playmakers. They're not on the same page, and this is not the time of year you want to have that problem. So I'm absolutely with you. You have two of the top ten defenses in the league here. In Tampa, actually, they're 10th or 11th. The Rams a little higher than that. So both of these teams, very good defenses, under the total, absolutely the right side. I lean toward Tampa. The Rams have owned this series versus the number. A little bit like last week, we had San Francisco that just had the Rams' number. They had covered five straight and really just figure out a way to get it done. The Rams are on the good side of that trend, as you're talking about going to Tampa Bay. They've covered five in a row at Tampa, and they typically play really well uh, when they go out down to South Florida. So uh, that's the hope if you're a Rams fan on a team that really looked a little bit lost, especially in the second half, especially offensively. But I'm with you. Let's go under the total. I think both of these offenses are lost really hard to fix this late in the year. I like it. Again, uh, Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com, professional handicapper, joining us here on ESPN. Um, just out of curiosity, right? Like, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here in New York, cover the Jets and the Giants pretty well. I just, I don't, as horrible, as horribly as Zach Wilson has been playing and how, you know, amazing the Bills have, I just, I just, I I think it's going to be a beatdown. Like, I am not someone who, who lays double digits. I just don't. But, like, this could get ugly. And, in, in like, fa- I think the well, Bills were toying around with the Green Bay Packers last week. Bills favored by 12 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if this line goes up to 14 at kickoff. 47 is the over-under. Do you have a play here? Well, du- yeah, double-digit favorites to the NFL have been really good over the last six or seven years. So it's not a bad place to start. I'll tell that to uh, Buffalo Bills betters last week when uh, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers for about three minutes and covered, you know, the back door was left open. He scored a meaningless touchdown, and, and uh, Green Bay got the money. The thing people don't know about Buffalo, I don't think pay enough attention to, is how good – two things. They don't care about covering numbers necessarily. Number two, how good their defense actually is. Uh, they're, they're number three in total defense. Six of the last seven Bills games have gone under the total – so to cover these big numbers when they're consistently going under is really difficult to do. But with all that being said, I mean, and by the way, I played against the Jets. I was five and, or five and one last Sunday and played against the Jets and against the Giants. So I felt like both of them were overrated. Both got, got us to the window to cash some tickets. But that would be my only concern is that Buffalo, when they get up, kind of like they did against Green Bay, if and when they get up that much where they're covering two touchdowns, it is an absolute blowout. They took starters out in the fourth quarter of that game. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing that again here, and that leaves the back door open. I think uh, Wilson is much better when he's not playing a good defense. When he's playing backups, he's going to be fine. So just a lean. I'm with you. Buffalo is much, much better than basically everybody in the league right now and definitely better than the Jets. I, I would look first half would be a, a better bet, I think. They're going to beat them down in the first half. It always makes me nervous when coaches start pulling starters this time of year. So I just a lean toward Buffalo. Um, Washington news today is that Dan Snyder is, uh, is, is hired a bank of America, right. To help facilitate, uh, the, the sale of, uh, the commanders, which is really surprising. Cause I felt like he like, you know, dug his heels into the sand and said, you can't make me sell. I've got dirt on all of you. Either even Roger Goodell, but, um, but apparently that's not the case. Washington rolling with Heineke now. Uh, they're 2-0. and They're getting 3.5 against a very good Minnesota Vikings team that just added T.J. Hawkinson. I'm so sick of Dan Snyder, I can't hardly see straight. I mean, this guy, 
you want to talk about just opening his mouth and ridiculous behavior coming out of it. I mean, I don't want to go to get he, he has not invited Thanksgiving dinner, for sure. You can mark it down. He will not be at the Batch Action for Thanksgiving, whether the sale goes through or not, because I don't know that I could stand him. What I do like about him is his team is fighting. They fight every single time they go out, and we're getting an overvalued Minnesota team here. You realize Minnesota was 5 of 5 in the red zone last week. Uh, they are absolutely primed for regression. When you get recent behavior where they are such at a high level, we talked about this in college with Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago, where they had just been third down converting people to death. Minnesota's on that same type of thing. They have five consecutive one-score wins. That's also going to inflate the number. They're five of the last five in the red zone last week. That's going to inflate the number. Heineke, by the way, 2-0 and with, with uh, Washington as a starter. And Heineke in the last 11 starts is 7-4 and four straight up. This dude is not a court, terrible quarterback. And that perception versus reality, we're absolutely getting value with Washington here because nobody wants to walk up and play Washington. They hate his own as much as I do, and they don't like what they do on the field. So they like Minnesota because it's the more comfortable, easy thing to do. The reality is, Minnesota's overvalued, Washington's undervalued. We're going to find some value there to take Washington plus the points. Again, Fat Jack joining us here on ESPN. Uh, let's let's run through some college football games before we let you go. Tennessee and Georgia, right? Number one, number two, going at it. Georgia favored by eight. The over-under is at 66. How are you playing this? Yeah, public, public service announcement on this one. If Tennessee goes out and loses by three touchdowns, they do not need to be dropping out of the top four. I want style points to count just as much with Tennessee and with Ohio State and with Michigan as they do with Alabama and Georgia. That's yeah, my right. only thing because they should lose this game. They're an eight-and-a-half underdog against arguably the best team and, by the way, defending champions. So if they go and don't get it done versus the number, I don't think that they should immediately go to the middle of the pack of the SEC. This team has a great body of work, tough spot here. I can't play against Tennessee right now. They could get beat down. Georgia stopped just about everybody, but they have looked vulnerable in a couple of spots. Tennessee 7-1 and one against the spread of their last eight games, and that back door has already been kicked off when you have that Tennessee offense. Uh, tough, tough task to go on the road and win, but I definitely like them plus the points, and I definitely think they're in the top four until, for, until proven otherwise beyond this week. All right, uh, before we let you go, uh, two uh, California teams that are ranked in the top 10. USC hosting Cal, favored by 21. The over-under is at 60 and a half. Do you have a play there? Yeah, I can't play Cal under any services. Lincoln Riley will get that offense going. If you can't stop them, you can't cover. They're going to play fast. USC 15-2 and two, the last 17 in the series straight up. UCLA, similar situation. I think when you get in a track meet with either one of these teams, it's going to be hard not only to win, but hard to, to stay in the game enough to cover numbers. Six of, excuse me, five of the last six UCLA games have gone over the total. They're scoring a ton of points and giving up some. Um, I like them minus the 10.5 as well as they go to Arizona State. Just the ro- horses for courses. You get high-scoring teams against teams that can't keep up. You go ahead and lay the bigger numbers. Both California or L.A. teams are in exactly that boat. I like it. So, uh, so again, USC, you'll lay the, the, the minus 21. The over-under is at 60.5. And, and UCLA, favored by minus 10.5. The over-under is at 66.5 as well. Any play in the Alabama-LSU game? Alabama favored by 13.5. The over-under is at 58. Any play there? Yeah, you're not getting any any respect from LSU for what they're doing this year. It's definitely a difficult place to play in the swamp. And this Alabama team, we're going to find out really this week whether they're the Alabama of old that takes care of business when they're these double-digit favorites. Saban is incredible in this exact spot where he's giving double digits and even going on the road. They don't allow their opponents to score. But this Alabama team this year has looked a little more invincible. 
are a little less invincible. They've given up more points. They've struggled. They could have three losses at this point in the year, if not for some luck against A&M and against Texas. So I'm a little bit leery of, of leaning toward Alabama. But if you make me play it, I like the better athletes on both sides, and I certainly like the coaching matchup as well. So I go ahead and lay the number, play Alabama. You got it. Uh, before we let you go, uh, as you have just fed our people, uh, I'm sure that they are still hungry. Uh, where where else can they find you? How can they find you for more play, mix for more picks and yeah. more plays? Nine and two, uh, five and one Saturday, four and one Sunday. A really Woo. strong weekend. Uh, but, but I'm telling you, but you can you can uh, flex. I'm spraying my arm, patting myself on the back. So we're going to keep that going. I won Monday night. We actually won again last night. I have a play going on Wednesday. We're going to get after them all week long. So go to FatJackSports.com. Very inexpensive place. Or text your cell phone or email to you, and you'll be eating bratwurst and wiener schnitzel over the next week or so because I'm going to Munich, Germany, to uh, find Tom Brady a new girlfriend uh, while I'm over there and also win some money across the pond. So fire up for that, and everybody get, get after them this weekend. Make some money. Well, I want to thank Fat Jack for joining us, uh, feeding the people some winners in the NFL as well as college football. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. All right, with you for another six minutes here. Trying to feed the people, as we like to say. Ben L.A., 710 ESPN. L.A., Anita Marks with you. And thank you, Tiza, as well as uh, the Elias Game Plan app. Um, feed, definitely feeding the people. Uh, just to recap on uh, on some college plays, I was talking to uh, Fat Jack about. I, I just here's the thing: you're telling me I can get the best team in the country, of course, voted for by the committee, with points. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, give me the Vols plus eight. Yes, please. I think they're the team of destiny this year. I think uh, Hooker potentially wins the Heisman. He is favored now. This team is 7-1 and one against the spread. They've won against five ranked teams. Hooker and Hyatt exposed the Alabama secondary, put up five touchdowns against them. Georgia has a good defense. It's not a great defense. And Nolan Smith is out, who's their main pass rusher. So I'm all over the Vols. Uh, give me the eight. Also, I like the under- at 66. That's how I'm playing that. Um, in regard to Alabama and LSU, I like the under here as well. I like under 58. Uh, you've got a, an Alabama rush defense that is not great. That's their biggest issue. Meanwhile, you've got LSU who all they do is run the football with Williams um, in, in, in Goodwin and their quarterback, uh, Jaden Daniels, he has, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he rushes the ball as well. So I just, I just see, I don't see a lot of explosive 
scoring plays in this matchup between LSU and Alabama. I do believe Alabama wins. I'm not going to play the side. I just think a lot of time is going to be taken up in regard to the, the, the rushing attack. So I like the under in the Alabama LSU game in regard to UCLA. I'm staying away from a side. Um, but Zach Charbonnet, I love saying that by the way, right? I know I'm exaggerating it, but nonetheless, I've been looking to see if his, uh, rushing total has hit the board yet. And it has not. That's my play in this UCLA Arizona state game is I love his rushing total over. He had 138 yards. He averages 138 yards per game, which is ridiculous. He's scored a touchdown in nine straight games uh, against the Pac-12. And this is a, a, a Arizona State team. They're just like not great at stopping the run. So I'm all about Zach in that UCLA game. I, I, think, I think he's going to be the straw that stirs that drink. As for USC, I'm not playing a side or a total here. I'm excited. This is homecoming for USC, as we know. They're going to be wearing the 1972 championship logo uh, uniforms like you know there's going to be a lot of good feeling in around this team that's why I'm going to play the over 41 and a half team total points over 41 and a half team total points we know how good this offense is Caleb Williams uh, how how crazy can we marinate in this for a minute Tyler he passed for over 400 yards and five touchdowns without his two star wide receivers just goes to show you how good he is yeah, right he doesn't need them that's wild. Ah, who needs them? Sheesh. I'm Caleb Williams. I don't need you. That's um, that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. <laughs> it is. It is. So that's how I'm playing UCLA in USC. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to get creative here this week. That's what I'm doing. Also, as always, um, we like to talk about uh, the uh, the for those that are still alive in their survivor pools. I got knocked off because Tom Brady and the Bucks suck. Wah, am I wah. am I bitter? Am I bitter? I'm yeah, you, I am bitter. Okay? And I'm allowed to be bitter. So so there. Um you're still bitter about the wedding he went to, too. Yeah. Well, that's why I lost. <laughs> that was the week that I that I lost, Rebecca. That was the week that I lo- yeah, I'm bitter about it. <laughs> be committed to your team, dude. People call you the goat. Be the goat. If people are calling you the goat, be the goat. Don't go to some stupid wedding on a Friday night and then not travel with your team on a Saturday. Who does that? Oh, well, he's he he deserved. He's entitled. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. I just I, why'd you, Rebecca? Why'd you gotta get me started? Why you got to go there? Because I love it. It cracks me got, up. Why you got to bring up the wedding? <laughs> why are you ruining my night, I'm Rebecca? Sorry. Why are you I'm renew- so- you're ruining my night? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It never happened. I- it never <laughs> happened. It's all in your imagination. I love working with you guys. You guys are fun. Um, uh, so really quick, because I have less than a minute left in the show. Survivor pool picks. Uh, if you pick the Eagles tonight, good. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Of course, they won. They didn't cover, but they won. If you haven't picked the Bills... Pick the Bills. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Pick the Bills. Uh, some other games out there. Kansas City over Tennessee. Uh, I'd say Miami over Chicago, but nope. I wouldn't do it. I don't know. 
I'm just I have this weird feeling about Chicago this week. Call Chicago's me looked good and they just added Claypool. I know. They looked just, good and got better. I would stay away from that one. Uh I do like New England over Indianapolis. So those would be mine. Uh Eagles, Bills, uh Kansas City and uh, in New England over Indianapolis. Again, I'm Anita Marks. We've got Tyler and Rebecca who uh, who are a big part of the show. Thank you. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank all our guests. Hopefully we have fed the people and we are making you a ton of buku of money this weekend. We'll be back next week as well. Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.